Welcome to the Mompreneur Guide Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Moran. Just like you, I'm a mom entrepreneur on a mission to live a present and productive life, to be around for all the moments with my kids while also following my dreams and passions. Join me each week as I uncover a new tip or trick that will help you live your life just as you want and with as much ease as possible. Let's get started with today's episode. Hello, my amazing mompreneurs. Welcome back to the Mompreneur Guide podcast. Today, I'm excited to do something new, which is take a couple of different Instagram lives we've done and bring them to you here on the podcast. This episode is absolutely mind-blowingly insane because it includes Candace Nelson, Lindsay Hyatt, and Melody Pormorati, who are sharing a recipe for million-dollar success My conversations with each of these ladies were simply out of this world, and I just can't wait for you to get to learn from them as well. Before we hop into today's episode, I did want to remind you ladies of three exciting ways that we are connecting you and helping you be more present and productive in your business. The first way is that our Vision to Visible Accelerator is open. This is a place for mompreneurs who are in year two plus of their business who are out of the weeds of the other side of their business with a sense of what in the world they're doing, but they need help getting visible. They know that they need to do it, but are just unsure of where to get started. They really need community and accountability to move the needle forward in their business and actually get stuff done. And that is exactly how we are helping them. We're going to have one-on-one time where we're really getting to pour into your business in an intimate way together. So you get that feedback that you need directly from the source. But you also have access to our community when you join the Accelerator as well so that you can learn from other women. I believe there's so much strength in sisterhood, and so we can all rise together. And also, it includes our Connect Retreat, which is so amazing because we will create even deeper connections. You'll be able to really embody the work that we do. And it's in Florida in February. So, I mean, who doesn't want to have an amazing sleepover and learn business strategies and just have a good time? It is much needed for mompreneurs. And it's included in the accelerator. But it's also separate. So if you're free in February and you're like, that's what I need, I need to connect, then you're going to want to check out our Connect Retreat. And if you're listening to these things and they're like, they both sound amazing, I don't even know where to begin, well, then we need to hop on a vision to visible coaching call. It's completely free. And in 30 minutes, we will uncover where you are at in your movement making process and which one of our services can best support you so that you can move the needle forward, you can get things done in your business, and you can really reach that momentum that you desire and crave. Because I know you have never been closer to reaching that next level of your business than you are right now. But I also know that it takes two things to get there, which is accountability and community. And we have got both of those for you. So make sure you head to the link in our bio so that you can hop on a call with me or just grab your seat at one of these amazing containers that we are hosting for you. Now, let's hop into, first, my interview with Candace Nelson about her upcoming book, Sweet Success. Hello, my amazing mompreneurs. I hope you are having a fabulous Friday. I am so stinking excited for what we are about to do right now, which is have the amazing, infamous Candace Nelson of Sprinkle Cupcakes. She's got an amazing pizza company that she's created, a show on Hulu, an amazing book coming out. Like She has so much goodness that she shares 
with this world and especially mompreneurs. Being one herself, she's actually, I'd say a multi-generational mompreneur. I know that her grandma started her own business and so I cannot wait to hop into this conversation with her today and talk about how she's just gained so much success, sweet success is what she calls it based on her book, and doing that all, making millions while being an amazing, amazing mompreneur. I am just so captivated. I know you are all so excited to hear from her as well. And we have some amazing questions to ask her. And we're really going to have such a good conversation about mompreneurship. Candice, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing today? I'm doing so good. Thank you for joining our mompreneur community here. We are so excited to talk with you. We've got lots of women asking lots of questions for you. I love it. I'm here for it. And I hope everybody has at least something fun planned for Labor Day weekend. We're not working all weekend. <laughs> exactly. I know. Hopefully after this, you've got some fun plans and a long weekend to enjoy. And as we hop into this, for everybody who's watching who somehow doesn't know you and your amazingness, can you take one to two sentences to just introduce yourself, the mom and entrepreneur side of your life? We'd love to hear both from you. Of course. Um, I'm Candace Nelson. I'm a serial entrepreneur best known for founding Sprinkles Cupcakes. And I now have a new pizza concept called Pizzana, which is rapidly expanding. I am a mom to two boys, 11 and 15. And I'm an author. I'm a TV personality, Cupcake Wars and Sugar Rush, as well as ex executive producer. And I'm just really happy to be here. Oh my gosh, you're such a rock star. And I know everybody's so excited to hear from you too about like how you have done both. You've mm -hmm. had amazing success. You are also a mom. And so can you tell us, I know in your book, you have a whole game plan of this sweet success that you've had. But what would you say is like a secret sauce or that one thing that once you've got sprinkles, which was that first baby of yours in that mm -hmm. sense, into this place, of success and then scaling it and taking mm -hmm. it to that next level like what would you say is a secret sauce or a piece of that puzzle that really up leveled you i am such a believer of brand i I'm, i just i lead with brand and brand you know i think people have a lot of different understandings of what that is but ultimately at the end of the day brand is how your company or your product or your service lives in the hearts and minds of your customers. It's really what they feel about you, right? Uh, brand identity is something else. It's your logo and that's you know how you design everything and that should be reflective of your brand. But brand is this really special sauce, right? That, that makes people feel a certain way about what you're doing. And I think in particular right now, I mean, there's definitely people are um, not totally agreeing on what sort of economy we're moving into, whether it's the R word or not. But I know, for example, with Sprinkles, we actually grew the majority of our business in the um, Great Recession, like of 2008, the downturn of that economy. And I 100% believe it is because we really leaned into our brand. We knew exactly who we were. We knew exactly who we were for. And we really stood by that. We delivered on that consistently. Um, and I go over that in my book. There's a whole chapter, I mean, several chapters on brand and how you can really get um, clear on who you are, what you stand for, and how you can deliver that consistently across all the ways that you're touching your customers. I love what you said here about it lives in their hearts and mm. minds. That is, I mean, that's a golden nugget for everybody <laughs> to take away. 
and the feeling. Uh, mm. Another part that I know that we're going to get into is mindset. And so mm. the feeling that I know you've evoked, I've experienced sprinkles myself. It is like a story, part of our story in our family that we absolutely uh. love. And, and it is a feeling that you get, I mean, between the ATM or just walking into the store. I think it's so magical that you've really pulled that through and you walk that walk. But then to say that you then deliver, mm. it's the feeling and the action. I'd love to hear how you've seen that of like, not mm -hmm. just showing you something beautiful, but then mm -hmm. showing up consistently and delivering mm -hmm. on that. Well, at Sprinkles, we really were all about um, the idea of joy and delight, like infusing our customers day with a little bit of joy and delight. And whether that was a customer coming in who was having a bad day, maybe they had a breakup, uh, we were making them feel better, or whether they were coming in to celebrate a birthday or some really momentous occasion, we were actually elevating that occasion even more. And so it really helped me, it was sort of these guardrails for how I thought about like, where we were going next in, in terms of our product offering. So, so like, I was sort of a Willy Wonka of sorts, right? So who in their right mind would come up with the idea for a cupcake ATM? Somebody who's thinking about joy and delight, right? That, that fit totally into the wheelhouse of what Sprinkles was doing, what Sprinkles was about. We, you know, created a Sprinkles mobile, the, the hubcaps, the wheels of the Sprinkles mobile were the red velvet dot which was our, you know, synonymous with our brand, that little decoration that sits on top of our cupcake. Um, so it really, it really actually is so helpful when you understand like who you are as a brand, what you stand for and what you are trying to deliver to your customers. It helps you think of ideas that are very authentically part of your brand and make so much sense and just sort of exponentially um, strengthen that brand. Mm -hmm. What I love about what you said too, and all of those examples is like, you have so well created a whole world around you. Because like you mentioned, you were thinking about the person. I know also in your story that you like got feedback from them and it wasn't mm -hmm. just the one-sided, I think this is who I serve, but you mm -hmm. really truly knew your customer. And I love too, how you thought about the different layers there that you thought about what they were coming in for, whether it was good or bad. and you came from this place of joy, like to hear you saying that you were the Willy Wonka, of course you were. Like, <laughs> it's just I mean, what a dream, right? What, yes, what, a, what dream a dream to be able to play with chocolate and sugar all day. And now I'm doing it with pizza, which is, I, I guess I just have a sweet spot, so to speak, for delicious handheld foods because <laughs> I can't stop. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I come from an Italian family and my mom's business is all around food. So like I am right there with you. You get it. Is the heart. So I would love to transition from like, okay, we understand the brand. We understand that's going to be something to help us up level. But I know you're also a big proponent about mindset mm. and the mindset work that we have to go through, especially as female entrepreneurs and mompreneurs mm -hmm. to be able to reach that success. Mm -hmm. So I'd love to know from you, like, what was that one block as a mom and as an entrepreneur when you up-leveled in your business mm -hmm. that you really had to work through and any suggestions that you have as you continue to up-level into Pizzana and all the other things that you do? Of course. Now, the, the mindset piece is omnipresent, right? Because that imposter syndrome, that, that sort of fear of the unknown, that anxiety, I mean, just speaking from experience, it doesn't go away you just get better at dealing with it. So obviously the first sort of moment where I was you know, having to lean into the right mindset was when I decided to go and start my own business to begin with. You know, I was leaving 
the corporate world. I had worked at these very prestigious jobs. I was in investment banking for a couple of years and I worked at an internet startup and then the dot-com bust happened and I was out of a job. So in my mind, you know, the worst had kind of happened, right? I, like I always thought if I stayed on this, you know, path, it would be secure. We all know that's a myth now. I certainly do. And as we look around at our economy and see all these people getting laid off, like that is a myth, right? And entrepreneurship we think of as being so risky, but at the end of the day, as long as you know you've got you, right? And that's the mindset piece. It's, it's knowing that you can bet on yourself, that there's self-reliance, that there's grit, that there's resilience. And I, I wanna sort of challenge women to think about that a little bit because we all have been there. We've all been through a bad breakup. We've all had that scary experience where, I don't know, we lost our train of thought in an interview or we didn't get the job. We were like, and we had to pick ourselves up off the floor. We all have that in us. So if you are sort of lacking that confidence and you think you don't have you, I challenge you to dig a little bit deeper and think of all the experiences, big and small, where you've been able to sort of get through and sh you've shown your resilience. Those are the building blocks to entrepreneurship. So I also, you know, I have to say support is so important. I mean, I was very lucky my husband was my co-founder, so I didn't have to go very far for that support. <laughs> but, you know, nurture your network. I, I, back in the day, mistakenly thought that when you're an entrepreneur, um, you're like a Howard Rourke person. It's you against the world. You're just this individual. And it's not like that. And thank God for communities like yours, where you are, sh you are showing people that they're not alone. And women in particular who have the burden of, not the burden, the joy, but also the challenge of raising kids and you know being at the helm of a business and having to be a problem solver all day long it's exhausting and you need your network you need to be able to lean on them so um you guys are really lucky to have this community i didn't have one like this back in the day and i wish i'd had thank you for those kind words and thank you for this gift i mean it's a two-part gift that you just gave us like <laughs> bet on yourself remember mm -hmm. that belief in yourself and the action items too of what have you done in your past that was you pulling through with that grit if you mm -hmm. can start to list those out you'll feel more and more confident like that is everybody can go do that right now and tag us so put it in your stories and let us know how how you're finding that grit within yourself but then also to just give us this gift of recognizing support because i think that's a conversation that is becoming more prevalent with moms but that village mentality i think kind of got lost in translation somewhere so thank mm -hmm. you for for shining a light on that. Candace, as we wrap up here, I would love to hear from you a bit more about the book. I know I already have my copy and you're doing so much, so many exciting things about this. Thank you. And I would love for you to tell everybody like, why? Why now? Mm. What was the impetus? I know I got to hear some behind the scenes in Kathy Heller's program because yeah. they're just such a powerhouse together and so dynamic, but I would love Thank to you. hear how that all came to be. Well, you know, there's not often that we as entrepreneurs, mompreneurs get a chance to have a moment, sit down and reflect on where we've been and what we've done and how we've gotten there. And for me, COVID was that opportunity to sit down and write this book and talk about like, wow, that was a wild ride. <laughs> I started this business and I just was running for years. I never was able to sit down and reflect on what I did right, what I did wrong. Um, 
give myself a pat on the back. Isn't that a beautiful thing to be able to kind of look at what you've done and congratulate yourself for it? We as women don't do that enough. We're always thinking about we're not doing enough, right? Or what we did wrong. Um, so for me, it was a personal journey to write this book. But beyond that, I am already in my professional life. I'm, I'm investing in female founded companies. I am mentoring um, early stage founders. And I really wanted to have a larger platform to help people who are entrepreneur curious, maybe they want to start a new job or they're in it for the first time and they just need guidance and support. And I wanted to write a very real um, roadmap uh, so I could share the mistakes that I'd made, help those who are going through it now. And I also have this larger mission and I encourage everyone out there, this all plays into brand and everything and what you stand for. But I have this larger mission of sort of breaking down the barriers to entrepreneurship because we see a lot of men glamorized um, in the media for sending rocket ships to the moon. And that's pretty intimidating. But I built a company, a big company, um, out of a little, a little thing, a little cupcake that you could hold in your hand. It's something that even a child could make, right? So I really am trying to invite more women to, around the table of entrepreneurship, more underrepresented founders. And, um, and I hope that this book will encourage more people to feel confident enough to take that leap. I mean, it's such a powerful legacy that you're leaving. And I've got to ask, and I'm curious, I'm a third generation mompreneur and almost everybody in my family owns their own business. And I saw in some of my research and knowing you that your grandma had her own business, correct? Yes. And yes. so how much have you seen like you, you like me grew up in this conversation. And so it's just been a part of your world. And now you're giving that gift to your boys and mm. to everybody around you. And so I'd love to just hear like how much that has influenced you in the work that you've done. Well, it's interesting. I love this question. It's interesting because she was actually my great grandmother and she passed before I was born. But I, I felt like I knew her because my mom shared so many stories. They, the, she was the pride of the family because she was the OG female entrepreneur. She was a single mom holding down multiple restaurants in San Francisco during the depression years. And she would serve free meals out the back door to people who were down on their luck. It like makes me emotional, but that also sort of, it, she completely inspired me in starting sprinkles and also inspired the charitable initiatives that we did, just like with our cup, our cupcake charitable program and, and just all of our philanthropy. Um, but I personally did not grow up in an entrepreneurial household. I was, I grew up in a very corporate risk averse household. So funny <laughs> so I, the flip. <laughs> so I think it was in the genes and it just skipped a few generations, but you're right. It is very, um, present in how I am parenting my, my boys, my sons. And I really try to incorporate them into a lot of our business discussions at the dinner table. We'll talk, my husband and I will talk about things we're grappling with at work and encourage them to help think about it help help you know help us solve problems because ultimately at the end of the day entrepreneurs are just people who are solving problems in the world and trying to make some money doing it and um, yeah I think I hope that I'm raising a couple of entrepreneurs myself oh my gosh I mean what a gift you give not only your boys like I said but all of us because I think when we can have these kind of conversations and shed light on business and what's going on and and like your whole book does this roadmap to success. 
it's like we can all link our arms together. And I just think, especially with mompreneurs, there's just so much strength in sisterhood. So Candice, thank you. Thank you. For everybody listening, I know you can click the link in your bio and you can go pre-order the book. Do you want to share any fun other details that yes, you're having I would, to go with I would, It would be so meaningful to me if you would pre-order the book. The book comes out on November 8th, but pre-orders are really important for an author. Um, and so you can find it on Amazon. But if you screenshot your receipt and you send it to me, either via Instagram or hello at candice-nelson.com. Um, I will be doing a personal Zoom and ask me anything. And you'll also get access to uh, my pie course, my, my, my pie baking course, which you might not think it's going to come in handy. But guess what? In a couple months, we're going to be right smack in the middle of the holidays. And it's going to come in super handy. So hopefully, um, hopefully you guys will find it useful. And uh, I would be so grateful. Well, I already signed up, pre-ordered. I will be Thanks. taking the pie class. We can all take the pie class together <laughs> and make pies and like share them like crazy. So that in the book itself. Candice, you are a rock star. Thank you for sharing your time and your message with us. We so, so, so appreciate it. Thank you for including me and happy Labor Day weekend, everybody. Yes. Have a good one, guys. Bye. I mean, it blows your mind at how amazing she is, right? I was so honored to get to speak with her and am more honored to get to see her in person at the end of October at Kathy Heller's upcoming Kathy Heller and Friends show event that she's doing. I will post more information on my stories, so make sure you're following us on Instagram at Guide. But I was just so honored to have her on live, and you've got to go grab her book. We could read it together. It'll be so fun. Now let's hop into the next episode that I did on my Instagram Live with the amazing Lindsay Hyatt about reprogramming our thoughts and how to do it in such an aligned way. Hello, my amazing mompreneurs. I hope you're having a fabulous Thursday, a fabulous start to potentially your holiday weekend. I am so excited for so many reasons. If you've been watching our stories, we have been talking about a vision to visible workshop. It came to me in a meditation the other day. We are going to go forward with it. So more information will be coming out about that. And it's just such a great conversation to have for our mindset, for us as mompreneurs to go from how do we take the things that we see in our heads, how do we get out of our heads, and how do we go do something about it? And that's exactly another part of the conversation we're going to have today with the amazing Lindsay Hyatt. We are going to talk ourselves and how we can rewrite narratives that are limiting us and really be able to step more fully into who we want to be, those visions that we see for ourselves. And Lindsay, I'm so excited to have you Hi. here. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. Good. I am so pumped for us to get to talk. You are simply amazing. And I know this is going to be a good, good conversation. The feeling is mutual. Oh, I just want to give you a big hug. <laughs> I would love to get started for the people who don't already know you with you sharing the mom and entrepreneur side of your life. Fill everybody in, sure. let them know who you are, what you do, and give them the scoop there. Sure. So my name is Lindsay, and I am a copywriter and coach, and I'm a, I'm a mom of two girls who are two years old and six years old. And um, I left corporate in 2021 after many, many years in marketing and started my own copywriting business. It has been a little over a year now and it I'm so, so happy. I'm so much happier than I ever was in corporate. And it's so refreshing to know that 
I wasn't crazy. It wasn't for me. And I think so many people tell themselves, well, this is how you do it. This is how, this is the rules. And so mm-hmm. finding out that that wasn't the case was, was a game changer for me. Um, and then most recently, I've been moving into the coaching space. I'm actually working on a certification program right now. And I'm just, it just feels like the right time. Immediately when I left corporate, I immediately knew there was something more that was calling to me. And I, it took me a year to kind of figure it out. So I, I feel like I'm on the right path and it feels good. Mm-hmm. There's already so much gold in what you've said to start off with. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me just also say to you, when you were doing the introduction, I love hearing about how in your meditation practice, you're getting these downloads about your new program. That is, that's everything. Right. And I know you talk about meditation too. So we're going to have to weave that into this conversation today because I know it's so important for me and it's so important for you. And so we have so much goodness to talk about. I want to say that I love how you said, and this is really the basis of the conversation we're going to have today, which is this, you were living in this narrative as we all have been kind of trained and conditioned of this is how you do it. Mm -hmm. And then when you opened up to these other possibilities, you're like, Oh, no, this is how I do it. Yes, yes. I think that's so powerful. And I know that is why not only do you do copywriting, but you're getting into this coaching space mm-hmm. to talk about reprogramming ourselves and how we live in these narratives and we're mm-hmm. conditioned to think certain ways, but they might not actually be, first off, in alignment with ourselves. But secondly, they're not the only way to do it. I think we can both agree that the absolutism in this world is something we are no longer co-signing. We are unsubscribing. We do not agree to that. And I love that you, not only for your daughters, have done this and, and for yourself have gone and pivoted and followed your own calling, which you said. It was a calling to you. And I think yes. it's so beautiful. I had a podcast interview I was doing this morning and calling came up again. I think it's something we can all relate to. We've heard that whisper. So talk to us about this dynamic mm-hmm. of conditioning and being conditioned a certain way, but feeling in our hearts and hearing a calling that we're meant to do things differently. How did you bridge that gap and like get out of that conditioning, which tends to be very sticky? Yeah, I struggled. I struggled almost my whole adult life with it. Um, I don't come from a family of entrepreneurs. It's not a thing that we know about. (laughs) But, you know, I have very successful parents. My mom was a stay-at-home mom with us. We were so lucky that she was able to be with us the whole time. But my dad, essentially, was a workaholic. And he, you know, was working all the time. But he was a very corporate guy. And that's just what I thought you did. You you go to work, you go to college, you go to work, you, you climb the ladder, you wear the high heels and the cute, like, little outfits and go to the office and get a cubicle and like right away I was like what is this all there is like I know so many so many people feel that same way but I fought against it for for all of my 20s all of my 20s and it just never felt like I was clicking and I'm like what's wrong with me am I just like a bad employee (laughs) do I not have a work ethic well it turns out it wasn't meant for me. And I never really believed that there was an option outside of that. Um, mostly because I didn't know anybody doing it. Um, and, and, you know, once I had a family, it's like, well, I can't just like quit and start a, 
a, my own business, like how will I keep us afloat? I think we, we get, especially in the creative space, we get this idea in our head of like the starving artist kind of, you know, like, well, it'll be great to follow my dreams, but you know, we're all going to have to eat like peanut butter and jelly for a couple of years. That's <laughs> it. Sorry. Like, so, so that was the idea I had. And then the pandemic, if one good thing happened there, um, I happened to have a, my second daughter during it and I was started to do freelance again and it opened my eyes to this could really, this could be exact, like this could provide for my family and better. Mm-hmm. And I made the leap and I'm so thankful I did. It's so huge. I mean, to go from that's just what I thought you did to what's wrong with me. Yeah to the how of like, how do I make this work? Which I think we, we both speak the same <laughs> language of, and I'm learning to speak this language from my coaches, which is the how is none of our business. Mm. Oh, yes. Especially as a recovering perfectionist, type oh, A yes. overachiever. There's so control, many of us out there. Right? Like, I, I think that's hug. my whole community. I hug you. Yes, I right. feel you. We feel you. But it's <laughs> like the, the loss of control is so confusing for us because that is the conditioning that we were raised with. And right. I love how you mentioned that it's almost like you think you have to go into the survival mode. Mm. But I would love to hear your feedback on that of like the, the spiral that we're talking about and how we get out of that and how it's just not sustainable, right? So, I mean, I've experienced a few different kinds of survival modes. So during that time before I allowed myself and thankfully with the support of my husband was able to explore this other opportunity. Um, I, I just, I, I felt like I was in survival mode. I was kind of going through the motions and showing up for, you know, what I was supposed to do. And I wanted to be a good teammate and contribute and all of that, because that, that is important to me. And every time I'd question myself, I think, do I have poor work ethic? Like, like mm-hmm. no, I didn't. Um, it was because I just, I it never sparked my soul. I just never, I never did. Um, I had a lot of great work, work opportunities where I really connected with the people I work with. Um, there were a lot of good things to like, but it just never felt like mine. So I was just, you know, living that way. And then I, I recognize that again, if I fast forwarded to what we all just experienced the last two and a half years, um, I was going through the motions of life during a pandemic with a newborn, with a preschooler. And I was, I was in a place where, um, you know, I was just starting my business and it was exciting, but I was exhausted. I wasn't caring for myself at all. Um, I think so many moms (laughs) have been there, are there, can relate Mm -hmm. to that. And I just, it, it took me almost the whole time to realize like, I am not, I'm like barely living. And that was scary. Wow. I mean, that's big. Yeah. And, you know, um, some of it, like, was just, yeah, I don't know. I think we were home for all that time. We were just in survival mode. Um, But I was numbing out, too. I was numbing out with food and alcohol and all the things, TV and whatever, and (laughs) struggling to get up in the morning. I mean, so I was noticing these things like, whoa, like, what's happened here? Because this is supposed to be like one of the most exciting times of my life that I'm going to get to do what I love, but I can't feel it. And I I was sad about that. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think so many people can relate, like, raise your hand in the comments, I've been thinking about that a lot too of just when am I doing something because like you Mm. said it sparks your soul Mm. versus when am I doing something because of you said you're showing up for the shoulds yes 
Oh my God, yes. And Don't it's we like, all should all, should all over ourselves? Uh, all, the time. <laughs> all the time. But either you're either shooting all over yourself yeah. or you are, if this, then that. When oh, for this, sure. then that. You know, oh, yes. That yeah. dynamic is a whole, a whole, a whole other conversation. <laughs> but something I've been thinking a lot, about a lot too about like this sparking your soul is even in my moments of rest, thinking like, okay, am I watching TV because I want to watch TV? Am I watching this real because it makes me laugh and because I want to watch it? Or is it a form of numbing? Is it that I'm so exhausted? I'm not actually doing the things that fuel my soul. Sometimes, sometimes it's the, that conditioning, you get back into that old path. And so I would love to hear from you how you went from going through the motions, how you got out of it. I know that something that we've talked about is like these small focused steps are the yes. keys to getting out and how to reprogram ourselves. But conditioning is hard to get out of. So talk yeah. to us about how you did that. Well, let me start off by saying having that awareness is, is like the first part. And it's so difficult to access if you're not used to it. So, you know, taking that moment in the moment where you're zoned out to some reality show you don't even care about. And you're like, to have the moment where you're like, wait, why am I here? Or wait, mm -hmm. wait, what's this cookie about? <laughs> That's gone. I mean, Ten of them. Win if you can be there. But for me, I knew that I, I, I started with my mornings because I had become a morning person when I had my girls, when I had my first daughter. And from, from being a night owl my whole life, it was like a revelation, like, oh my God, mornings are so special. I've missed mm -hmm. them for this whole time. So I started with reclaiming my morning and I didn't make, I didn't put pressure on myself. I didn't say, okay, you have to get up at five and you have to work out. Well, why would I do that? That sounds terrible. I don't <laughs> want to do that. I turned it into, I needed, I knew I needed um, alone time. I needed the space that was mine, that was non-negotiable, no matter what was going on with my girls, um, that I could take, I could start the day on the right foot. So that's where I started. And it took practice to even just to get up, but I found ways to make it enjoyable for myself. And eventually it really became a meditation and a journaling time for me, which I love it so much. It's like my favorite part of the day. Um, but I started small and there are still parts of reprogramming that this program that I've worked on that I'm still working on. And, mm -hmm. you know, because th there are parts that are maybe are harder for me than might be harder for someone else. So I started where I could see some wins and find joy. I tried to change my perspective and make it not about like, here's the thing you have to accomplish to do this and then you'll be successful. It's more like, how can I find joy and feel it again in this moment? So that's how I changed my thoughts about it and it made a major difference mm -hmm. I mean to go from yes awareness to I love how you said you started with your mornings because it's something so simple a, a place that right. we can start and that it's practice but also remembering the awareness of it's a never-ending process so if you start with the wins and you build up that muscle then moving into a new space for yourself you'll see that joy that's right. And so much of it is interconnected where if one small piece is a little better, all of a sudden, some of the other pieces that have been a struggle already are better. Just, mm -hmm. just from that small piece of self-care. Mm -hmm. I was just talking with a woman today and we were talking about like that compound effect mm -hmm. and how even though little steps in the right direction of who you know you're meant to be, who you want to be, all of those things, it seems like something little, the compound effect of that is yeah. what helps you see that in your current reality and, and get to all the places you want to get to. So 
talk to us about this reprogramming. Like for everybody mm-hmm. who's listening, who's like, Lindsay, I need to know more. I need to reprogram <laughs> myself. Like this conditioning yeah. is challenging and it's something we need support in. We, we need to mm-hmm. do this in a, a community and be yeah. able to link our arms together. So talk to us about how you're supporting women mm-hmm. in this space and how they can start to get themselves out of that conditioning. Yeah, I think the community aspect is really what I thought of first because I thought, what do I need right now? I need support. I'm so lucky to have other women in my life that are kind of in that same chapter with the little kids being mm-hmm. stuck at home and working and it's just a lot. So some women don't have that. Um, so I, I knew that whatever I was going to do, I wanted there to be a community aspect. But uh, it all started when I <laughs> I started to say to my husband, I need to reprogram my life. Because mm-hmm. I had formed so many bad habits and things during this pandemic time that um, I was, it was just running my life. And I knew I wanted more, but the life I was living did not reflect that aspiration. So I'm like, I got to start somewhere. So the word reprogramming kept coming back to me over and over again. Um, and since I started the morning practice um, and doing a little bit more meditation, which I got really into at the end of last year. I find it is naturally downloaded to me in that space I've created. (laughs) I'm so grateful. So the reprogramming is six modules and it covers kind of the main chunks of life, as I like to say. Um, I, this, this is a a unique program in the sense that we start with celebration. We don't do the things. And then at the end we celebrate what we've been. We start now with celebration because even when it feels dark and heavy, there are things to celebrate. And I have found how important it was to be in that moment. So we start with celebration, we move on to self love and self care, which has probably been the biggest component of it for me Mm -hmm. is learning self love. And as you said, it's always an evolution. It's something you always work on. But it's it's a great place to start. Um, Then we go to mindset and confidence which ties in, of course, to all of the things and having the confidence to, you know, put yourself out there, try something new, start a business, Um, movement and body, which is, I'm going to tell you right now, that's the one for me. I'm still working on it. I became very sedentary in that time and after having a baby. And so um, that one's been very special and important to me. Um, and I, I'm loving where it's going. Um, there's then the next one would be relationships mm-hmm. with the people in your life and then reinvention. And then at the end of the program, we have kind of, a, um, a week to regroup and go through anything that we, you know, wanted to go into deeper. Um, so this program involves weekly work, um, sorry, weekly workbooks that you get at the beginning of every week, a live call, um, which also involves hot seat coaching and then a Voxer group that's always available anytime. So I feel, it feels like my baby. (laughs) I'm so, I'm so, I feel grateful that it came to me because it's what I needed. And I thought, who else can I share this with? Coming from that place of service, it's just so genuine and you could just see how much you want to help women, especially because it's like, you're also a copywriter, you know, you, you can yeah. see that this just is coming through so, so forcefully. And it's something that women need because it's coming through in all sorts of downloads for you. And I love that you start with celebration. I love that you talk about self-love because again, overachiever, high achievers, those are and perfectionists. Mm-hmm. Those are known issues for all of us that we right. have to learn to work through. And so the fact that you kind of start in that spot, like, girl, I see you, I know where you're at. And we're going <laughs> to just nip all those in the bud yeah. right at the beginning. Is so cute. And you also mentioned a piece of like trying something new. 
Mm. And it just sparked in me that I felt like I needed to share, which is, I think that's so important, spontaneity, trying something new, because then when we think about our kids and what we want for them, yeah. I've said this so many times in the past week, which is like, we need them just as much as they need us because they remind us of those things. To live, like, yeah, in the yeah. moment, right? And oh, yes, and trying new things all the time, like they'll find five different <laughs> ways to play with this thing. And right? you're like, I, I would... <laughs> I would have been like, oh, it's a thing. Okay. They're but magic. The, it, it's, ma it's magic. And so to, to infuse that into the work that you're doing and just, I know that some of that has got to come through from you being a mom as well and not just an entrepreneur. And so to yeah. see that and to know that you're supporting women in that way is, is truly magic in itself. So Lindsay, thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you. If, I mean, if I can reach even one person or help one person find some peace that they didn't have before, Wow, I'm just honored. <laughs> it's so true. And more than one person is affected by you and your work. And, and it's like the starfish analogy. Every single one matters. And so I so appreciate you. Everybody who's listening who wants to learn more about the reprogram, you can head to the link in your bio. You'll mm -hmm. also comment, I'm sure, on this so that yeah. people can easily find you and you'll be tagged. And I just so appreciate you coming on and sharing mm -hmm. all of your goodness. You are a I'm rock star. So, oh, you are a rock star. I'm so <laughs> grateful to know you, Megan. And I'm so happy we connected. And if anyone wants to chat or just, I mean, if you're not interested in reprogramming, you just want to connect or like vent it out, I am there. <laughs> I am there for you. I get it. <laughs> we are fans of the DMs and audio oh. messages. Lindsay and yeah. I chat constantly <laughs> since we've met. And it's an amazing place to go, isn't it? <laughs> Yes, we're we're getting into the memes and the videos. I mean, we yeah, it's get it's good. I love it. I love a good DM chat. I love it. Well, Lindsay, thank you so much. Thank you everybody for watching. If you have questions, make sure to leave them for us in the comments below, and then head to Lindsay's page, follow her, and check out her programming reprogramming program. You are amazing. Thank you, Megan. <laughs> Bye, guys. Have a great day. <laughs> Lindsay is such a powerhouse, isn't she? And also just such a calming force. I have been so honored to become a closer friend with her lately, and you definitely have to head to the link below to check out her profile and give her some love on this live that we did. She is amazing, and I would love for you to get to know her more, too. Now, let's hop into the last live that we'll listen to today, which is with another powerhouse of a woman, Melody, who is helping us help girls feel more empowered. Hello, my amazing mompreneurs. I hope you're having a fabulous day. I whew, have so much energy and so much excitement going on right now between this live that we are about to do. Henry is apparently coming on the desk to say hello as well. <laughs> Mom life has been great lately. Um, a lot of stuff going on with our lives personally that I can't wait to share soon and just the business. Our Vision to Visible workshop is tomorrow. Our mastermind starts in October. Oh, there's so much goodness happening. And so the love of it all for me, the core of it all, is not only the connection, but the empowerment. I just truly believe that when women empower women, so many good thing, things happen. And that's exactly the conversation we're going to have today. But even on it, because we're going to be talking about how empowered women also empower the next generation and how we can empower the girls in our life. Hey, Melody, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I am so excited for this conversation. And I think as you heard, I was just saying how important this empowerment conversation is not only for us women to empower ourselves, but then what that does for the next generation. And I'm really excited to not only have that conversation, but then 
for you to be able to share the amazing work that you're doing to continue this. So before we hop in and get started with that, though, for everybody who's watching right now who doesn't already know you, I would love for you to take one to two sentences to introduce yourself, tell them about the mom and the entrepreneur side of your life. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, Megan. I'm so excited to be here. Uh, so I am Melody Formarati. I am, well, first and foremost, my, my, the biggest role that I play in my world is twin mom to two girls. Um, they are 16 years old. So things are getting real in my, in my house. They're learning how to drive. Like things are <laughs> happening. You've got, um, and, and I, yes, yes. And that's like, of course, my favorite thing. And my passion project and my business is called Girl Life Empowerment. And it's basically, I am, I have it on my heart to train women to run impactful and profitable girls empowerment businesses so that we can literally do this work in the world that we love, that lights us up, that gets us excited to get out of bed, but also know that it is so valuable beyond measure to be able to introduce girls to their superpowers, to be able to give them just like so many inner tools that already exist inside of them, but just to help them. Um, know that they're there, use them and move through life with as much ease and grace as possible. Such, such important work. And I'm sure you can attest to it as well, especially because you have girls, but like, I'm sure you wish that you had this for yourself. And so in creating it as a young girl, but now creating it, you're able to pass it on to your girls and see already the impact that's made on that generation. But then all of the thousands plus women and girls that you've helped. And I'd love to hear from you like what the catalyst was, was it that you first found a way to empower yourself and then you're like, oh my gosh, we need to pass this on to the next generation or talk to us about how you had to be empowered first and then how that's created this ripple effect. That's such a great question. And it really, it really does start on the inside, doesn't it? Like our journeys become our gift to share with the world. And that's really what it was for me. I struggled with a lot of anxiety as a young girl. And I didn't know it was anxiety. I just, me and my mom thought that I was like sick. I always had stomach aches. She took me from doctor to doctor to doctor and everyone would give me just like the cleanest bill of health. Melody's great. There's absolutely nothing wrong with her health. She's fine. And we were like, what is happening over here? And so that wasn't until my 20s where I started really studying psychology and human potential and more than anything, the mind-body connection, learning that... Um, the anxiety was manifesting and it was causing stomach pains and headaches and just dis-ease in my body. And so when I finally found access to my own inner tools, I didn't want another young girl to go through this world without also knowing that she too has tools that will literally help her in every moment of, of her life, whether she's taking an exam, right? She can, she can do peace begins with me, give herself like this little mantra and just take a deep breath and know that it all starts right over here, you know? So giving these girls the tools and I wanted to shout it off of, like you learned something new and that's what we do as women. We want to share, we want to pay it forward. And so the only way that I knew to do that when I started running my own workshops and seeing that they were successful they were impactful, but they were also like, this This was my business. Uh, I was like, every woman needs to know about this because like, how cool would it be to have women in every city and country across the globe running this program in their own way? And that's when 
you know, the entrepreneur in me who was also so heart-centered and wanted to give like with a heart of service, I was like, okay, we can do this as a business and I can train women at all these different locations to go and do what I've been doing here. And that's like what brings us to where we are today with Girl Life. We have 185 facilitators and they're all sharing this message in their own unique way. And they're all doing it so beautifully. I love like the full circle and just the like almost infinity loop. Uh, it's the way that this empowerment has worked for you. Like you had to receive it for yourself. As soon as you received it, you had to give it out to other girls. And then once you received like what a beautiful cycle that was, you're like, well, now I'll give it out to other women and then they can go. And like, it's just this beautiful flow. And the one thing I'd love to hear is like, talk to us about from the time that you uncovered these tools for yourself. And we were implementing them and you're like, oh my gosh, I have to share these to the point where you actually started to do the workshops and doing the sharing. Like what made that download come to you to be like, this is how I need to share this information. Yeah. Well, I mean, in working with women, like, cause I'm an empowerment coach in working with women, I noticed these are the tools that we are sharing with them day in and day out. And what we're doing is we're unlearning the layers of shame and fear and guilt and doubt that we've been handed, like it's been handed to us as girls. And so we need to unlearn all of that in order to relearn a new, more empowering way to, to live in the world. And so it was like, you know, for me, it, it was just such a simple download. Like I, I was watching my girls one day. And I feel like I was thinking about this this morning in my origin story. I always share, we were in the Dominican Republic on a family vacation. I was watching the girls skipping waves, like having not a care in the world. They weren't thinking about what's happening a year down the road, a month down the road, in the next minute. And they weren't dwelling on what happened yesterday or a month ago. They were just so deeply rooted and grounded in that present moment. And I was like, what is it? Like, what, how do we bottle what these girls are on? Because as we know, a girl's self-confidence peaks at age nine. That is the statistic and it's horrifying. And my girls were probably seven at the time. And I thought, well, my goodness, like what, what's going to happen? And that's, that was the moment. It was like such an easy download. I was like, I'm going to take what I've been teaching these women in my coaching, in my coaching business one-on-one and I'm going to take it to the girls and I'm going to make it fun and I'm going to share it in a way where they don't even realize that they're learning because they're having such a great time but that they're learning and there's music and there are crafts and there's like there's a, a nutrition component where we make a green juice like it's all so much fun but we're bringing in the, the lessons and the empowerment and each workshop they walk away with one tool. So like there's the gratitude workshop, there's the self-love workshop, there's the I can heal myself workshop, there's the I am responsible for the world I see. So we're taking all of these very sophisticated ideas and we're breaking them down, simplifying them so that the girls get it, love it, and are begging for more because they're leaving and they're like, mom, can I come back tomorrow? Can I come back the next day? And so that's that's what's so cool about it. And we're planting these seeds of empowerment for these girls because they're sponges. They're just sponges. And they're taking this with them into their lives. They're sharing it with friends. They're sharing it with parents and caregivers and talking about it. So that's like, it's just so beautiful to see. 
It's, I mean, it's just like straight magic. And what I love about what you said is like, first you were open and you just received that download. And I think it's really interesting that you were in the present moment when that download came in. That you were sitting in the present moment thinking about them in the present moment. And I think there's definitely something there of like when the visions come into us and then how we take action on it is that stillness. So I think that's beautiful. And then to take that action with it by, like you said, the two things you said were fun and easy. You know, fun, fun and easy. Like, like, because I mean, as you and I know, in the work that we do, um, the shared interests that we have, it's like, it's no coincidence that I had this download on a vacation where I was completely relaxed. I was in the zone. I was taking time with my family. I was taking time for my soul. And look at that, like my big business and service idea came in that moment. So it is, it's very cool. Oh my gosh, the whole thing just gives me chills. And I just like the impact and the momentum that you are creating for that next generation, for the women that you're serving in having them facilitate these workshops. It's just so, so powerful. So as we start to wrap things up, because I want you to be able to share with everybody, like how they can get on in on it. I don't know how you can listen to this conversation and not be like, I want to host a workshop where I want somebody to come host one in my area. Like there's so much excitement happening there, but I would love to finish it off with this conversation of momentum, because a lot of what we talk about here is up leveling into that next space, getting visible, and you've grown your audience, your business in such a beautiful way in doing that. So once you started these workshops, once you started to bring women in, tell us about any little fun fact about how you really gained momentum and took it to that next level for everybody who's listening who wants that as well. Yeah, that's that's a great question. I mean, I brought the women in, right? So there are facilitators and the momentum. I mean, it's like you said, when you started straight up magic, what's beautiful is that in this container of women supporting women, all women in different cities and countries coming together with this common mission, um, the, the momentum was really fueled by us like supporting each other. We have a, a program that we call the Partner in Shine program in our academy. And basically every woman who signs up as a facilitator gets an accountability partner, a partner in shine. And we literally share with them, how do you support one another? How do you hold that space for each of you to move on those goals? Because we don't want this to be a program that you purchase and it just lives in your computer and you never do anything with it and you don't get involved with the community and you don't empower girls, which is really what we're after here, right? Mm -hmm. um, we want to take that momentum of signing up and saying yes and being excited to do this. And we want to help you make sure that you do what you said you were going to do. And so the Partner in Shine program and our private Facebook group just for facilitators, it's a party. It's just always a party. We're all always in there with ideas, with celebrations, with victories, with challenges, with how can I do this better with like, you know, this is my share for today. And we just continue. It's all about community, right? I mean, it, for everybody listening who doesn't already know, Connection and that community is like the core of what we talk about. And so I love that what you're saying is the momentum came from when women were supporting women. I totally, totally believe there's just so much strength in sisterhood. And so it was really the accountability part, the community. And then again, the fun and easy it's a party. Like it's a party. <laughs> Remember that in everything that we're doing and to teach the next generation that because I think as a recovering type A perfectionist, overachiever, high achiever, celebrating things that happen, 
does not come easily to me. So if we could be training our girls and teaching them and showing them modeling how to do that in every moment, I just think it's such gold. So Melody, for everybody who's listening who has fallen in love with you as they should, tell them how you can support them in this whole journey of empowering more girls. Tell them about your programs and where's best to follow you. Absolutely. Thank you. And thank you for sharing this. Like, look at this woman supporting women. That's exactly what we're doing. So I appreciate it. Um, I have two books, XOXO from a girl who gets it and empowered women, empower girls. And if you want to just take like the next dive into your journey, you can check out those books on Amazon. If you want to learn more about how you can become a facilitator and do work in the world that literally lights you up while you are empowering our next generation, um, just come to www.getgirlpower.com and you will see a tab for Girl Life. You can learn all about the Academy, how you can get involved. And there's also a podcast. It's called Empowering Her, actionable tools for all of us to empower ourselves and then to turn that empowerment outwards and bring it to the next gen. Mm -hmm. It's so juicy and so good. And everybody could probably click the links in your bio too to get this. Absolutely. Yep. Her got so many links in the bio. I would love to welcome you to our community. Oh, I love it. Well, Melody, thank you so much for sharing just how you've been on this journey, how you are supporting women and girls and just sharing your magic with us. You like, thank you. Just like sunshine. (laughs) Oh, I appreciate all the amazing work that you're doing. Really, really appreciate you so much. Thank you. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for watching. Have a great day. Bye. I mean, wasn't that a recipe for million dollar success? Between hearing Candace Nelson's story and how she is supporting mompreneurs to how we can reprogram ourselves to be more successful with Lindsay. And then on top of that, hearing how we can help the next generation be successful too. These conversations that we are having are so beyond important. We are all about supporting and empowering mompreneurs to be both present and productive. We don't have to choose, ladies. I'm a third-generation mompreneur. I know this firsthand. And I also know that it takes getting very clear on your vision and then going and getting visible, sharing it, getting out of your head, and letting people know what you do. Those are the other two keys to million-dollar success. And if you're listening to all of this and you're like, I I know I need to do it. It's your duty to go out there and share what you were meant to share. And if you are ready to share it, I am ready to help you. I am ready to help you to take this to the next level because I know that I can. In just a year and a half, we've expanded our reach with this business through visibility to be exposed to over 800,000 different people. It's an honor to be able to get our message out there, but we're just getting started. We want to help you do the same. So make sure you click the link below so that you can hop on one of our vision to visible coaching calls and we can map out your movement and how you can go out there and get visible. And then we can support you in getting that done. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Remember to subscribe and review so you don't miss a thing. Listen, you have never been closer to that next level in your business than you are right now. So let's accelerate you there with our free Vision to Visible coaching call. In 30 minutes or less, we'll audit where you're at in your movement-making journey, what step to take to speed up your momentum, and we'll see if our mastermind and the work we do is a right fit to take you to that next level. Snag your time slot through the link below, and we'll see you next time.